0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Hi and welcome to Covered in Pet Hair. A boozy web show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink with a dear friend, a southern gentleman, and a very gifted animal communicator. I'll tell you all about him and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors.
0: So now I've got this pack of four Sharpay Rescue dogs for, oh my goodness, probably five, six years. They get a regular diet of Dynavite with every meal. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. People remark on what beautiful coats they've got. I tell them, you don't need to wait until a problem presents itself. It's far better to keep the dog happy and healthy at all times. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my dinovite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Covering Pet Hair on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez Arada. And today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to an internationally recognized animal behaviorist, a animal communicator. A best-selling author, a consultant, a pet expert, a contributor to various online and print publications, a speaker, a radio host, a cat person and dog person, husband to Kim, dog-potted Dusty and Kramer, butler to feral kitties Kiki and Mystic, a world traveler, a sports fan, and a music aficionado, Tim Link.
0: Hey. Welcome, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I need such a large business card to put all that on there. You should, you
1: should, you should. (laughs) Absolutely. My guests won't know it, but every time you hear this word, the secret word is dusty during this show, please take a drink, but driving will happen tomorrow. You can't drink and drive on this show or on any. And if you're driving right now, listening to Pet Life Radio, don't participate in our drinking game. Okay. All right. So, Tim, thank you for being on my first show.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited. Good to see you. And I'm just wonderful. I'm so glad you have a, a new show. I'm excited to be the first one up.
1: Are you excited to play our first game?
0: <sighs> I'm very good at games, especially if this is competitive.
1: No, it's just, well, I mean, it's not really competitive, I guess. Not really. It's okay. it's not a drinking game either. So you don't have to, like, take a shot every time that you answer a question.
0: Okay. You can if
1: you want to. No judgment here, but... It's not a drinking game. <laughs>
0: got it. Got it. Okay, I won't be as good then, but I'll I'll be I'll keep up with you.
1: So what are you drinking today?
0: All right. Look what I got here. Isn't this pretty and fancy? Now you Woo-hoo! would say this is like cranberry juice and vodka, but it's not. It's called ginger the grape ape that's what we got here today so we've got a little ginger you can use ginger ale or ginger beer you know ginger beer is very popular on the east coast and up in the pennsylvania areas and you put some fresh grape juice in there a little bit of vodka a little absolute or whatever your preference is plenty plenty of ice and away you go and it's good it's healthy and cheers
1: Looks pretty heavy on the vodka there. What? (laughs) That's good. Great minds think alike, because I'm having a woo woo cocktail.
0: Woo woo. Well, like a puppy dog, right? Or a woo woo after you have three or four of them.
1: (laughs) Probably both. But actually, the reason I'm having this drink and it's vodka, peach, schnapps and cranberry. The reason I'm having this drink is because I feel like animal communication is sometimes referred to as woo woo. So before I decided to like take this on and do this show. I've, I've been called woo woo before. So I thought, let me just make sure that I'm defining woo woo correctly in preparation for our interview. And the first thing that came up was the woo woo cocktail. And I was like, done. It's the perfect thing because woo woo can mean kind of mystical and out there. And I bet you as an animal communicator get told that, you know, that's a little woo woo for me. Does that happen?
0: Well, you know, I, I've been doing this for over 16 years now. So I started very young, so it worked out well for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I first started this, and even communicators that have been doing this much longer than I have, you know, it really was woo-woo, is new, is stepping outside the box. It's really thinking, can I do this? Is this strange or is this weird? Now, over the years, there's more and more communicators out there worldwide. There's more and more people familiar with it. Books have come out, uh, interviews. You know, I've done well over 400 radio interviews and done uh, probably about uh, close to 100 television interviews. So I've been out there a little bit. So I've seen it sort of change. You know, being really strange and mystical and woo-woo to actually being, hey, I, I kind of understand this. I get this. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but. If it works, I'm happy. And that's what I, I try to bring to the table.
1: Well, I have a very, very, I guess, a larger threshold for what's woo-woo and what's not. Some people have a smaller threshold for that. So I want to gauge how woo-woo you are, Tim. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. In our in our game today. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play woo-woo, would you, or woo-woo, would you not? Got
0: it. Would, uh, woo-woo, okay. That's a mouthful. any in there drink. Hold on. Here we Take go. Take a
1: sip. Take two.
0: All right. I'm ready. I'm ready.
1: (laughs) Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a list of things that some people might consider woo-woo. So a little out there, a little mystical, a little unconventional. And you're going to tell me if you woo-woo would for your pets or if you woo-woo wouldn't for your pets. Gotcha. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So first one, this was an easy one. I think I already know what your answer is going to be. Woo-woo would you or woo-woo would you not pet Reiki?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, because I am a Reiki master, so I work with uh, you know, clients and their animals from around the world, everything from medical issues, healing, I'm not a veterinarian, but I can definitely give some guidance there, energetically healing for emotional and physical challenges, uh, but also just simple things like if I'm going away, you know, if a client is going away on a vacation or going away on a, a trip and they need to leave their animal behind, the Reiki will help keep them calm, keep them stable. So definitely energy healing is fantastic. Reiki is my alley, and I'm the master. So uh, yeah, I definitely woo-woo would.
1: Uh, there you go. Very nice. So <laughs> I obviously threw you a bone there because that one's very easy. Thank you. So the next one, woo-woo would you or woo-woo would you not acupuncture for your pets?
0: Well, I tell you what, I'm definitely for it. I'm definitely for it, but you have to make sure that your pet's for it. I have a wonderful veterinarian and a wonderful acupuncturist. She went to school and training all this great stuff, and she's done wonders for the animals, clearing up the uh, the channels, opening up the energy flow, healing. These type of things, but I tried it on my little ten pound princess schnauzer, Dusty, and let's just say uh, my veterinarian almost has one less finger. (laughs) Yeah, it did not go well. We took the pins out and and we left. That was not her jam, Uh, but I think it's not her cup of tea. But I I do think you know any type of a hinder. Energy healing, hands-on, hands-off modalities are fantastic for animals.
1: Wonderful. Okay, next. Woo-woo, would you or woo-woo, would you not walk your pet in a stroller? (laughs)
0: woo woo yes yes woo woo would i yes i would yes i would and i actually did that i have some wonderful photos uh somewhere on my website and out and about but i had a different schnauzer by the name of buzz and as he got a little bit older he developed uh, cataracts in his eyes had a hard time seeing had some other issues and i remember a wonderful wonderful beach trip that we took down to Destin, Florida. And it was me and my wife, Kim, and uh, Buzz. And he was in his little stroller, cruising down the uh, the boardwalk. Everything was great. He loved his stroller. He didn't care for the beach, but he loved the stroller. So yes, woo-woo, would I? Yes, I would do that.
1: Okay. So I'd be interested to hear this next one. Okay. So woo-woo, would you or woo-woo, would you not baby wear your pets
0: baby wear like put you know little... how like
1: moms wear like the kids wrapped around them
0: oh yeah um <laughs> okay let's let's say this way if it helped your animal and they were, say, had some uh, medical issues, Some maybe they're getting older, they can't move around as much, and you need something secure to put them in to carry them around. I would say, yeah, go for it, but make it cooler, you know, like a little little backpack, you know, put matching sunglasses on, do something that is a little bit more hip. I don't think I want one where they're thinking, is he nursing
1: that schnauzer?
0: <laughs> I don't know, no, 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 no
1: that'd be a little extra, a little, a little too woo woo for you. A
0: little too woo. Let's, (laughs) let's go half. Let's go woo. It's just woo for me. Not a woo woo. It's a woo. Okay.
1: All right. Well, There are, I mean, I've seen it happen more so in like the Hollywood circles where people I've seen some young celebrities wearing their pets in like a wrap. And I'll be honest, I baby wear my children all the time. I think I won't be wearing my pets anytime soon, considering they're like fifty pounds. Well, two out of three of them are fifty plus pounds. Especially. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's where the backpack comes in handy. Good cardio. Good. Uh, and the uh, goggles. And, and the, the goggles. goggles. Got
1: The goggles. All right. So next one. Woo woo or would you? Woo woo would you or woo woo would you not? Homeopathy for your pets.
0: Yeah, def- definitely so. I'm a big fan of flower essences, pet essences, and for sure. Um, we have one of our dogs who is terrified of loud noises, thunderstorms, things of this sort. It's not uncommon at all. And for him, it's very easy. You know, not only do we do a little scented t-shirt, t-shirt with my scent on it, and drape it over him sort of like a Darth Vader look, <laughs> but we take uh, some flower essence, calming solution. You yep. have Put a dab on your finger, you tap your finger, you rub it on the inner tips of the ears, not in the canals, inner tips of the ear. And within about five, 10 minutes, it calms him down. Doesn't knock him out. It just sort of chills him out a little bit. So yeah, definitely. So I'm, I'm big into homeopathy. I sort of my philosophy is that if you have a medical issue, if it's something that's serious and needs to be taken care of, then go a traditional route and get it taken care of. But if it's long-term maintenance, things we need to do to sustain our animals, then definitely look for a more uh, holistic approach.
1: Awesome. Okay. So, woo-woo, would you or woo-woo, would you not cook for your pets?
0: I cook for my pets every day. As a matter of fact, as soon as we get done, it's all to the kitchen for Timbo here. Absolutely. Yeah. I tell you, it really depends on what you're cooking and what you're doing. So, we went to a nutritionist because uh, both my dogs, one in particular, had some issues with seizures And we did a uh, allergy panel test and found out there were certain ingredients that she was definitely allergic to that was actually triggering the seizures. So for years now, I've been using a combination. uh, There's a product called Balance IT. That I use balance it. Uh, they're not a sponsor. If they want to be, contact me. They should be. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> but it's a nice powder with all the blends and minerals and, and the vitamins and everything in there. You mix that with a lean protein. Mix that with some sort of a, a bright, uh, like sweet potatoes. Is what I use. Use a green pepper. Mix it all together, and voila, you're ready to go. And I've been doing that for years. Works out fantastic. Haven't had any seizures, any health issues for for wow. numerous years.
1: That's awesome. Okay, don't tell my pets that you're cooking for your pets because they're going to start, you know, holding me to the fire here.
0: Mm, I thought you did do that maybe at one point. but I
1: did until I became a mom of two. (laughs) We did it all through my first. My husband deployed. I cooked for them still. And then when I got pregnant with my second, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And my husband travels so much for work. That it's just not sustainable, but I, I, I think it's the best way to feed your pets if you can do it. Absolutely, I w- agree with you. I woo woo would if I had the time. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I know that you're happily married, and I've never met Kim, but I feel like I know her. But let's say that a friend of yours asked you for advice on this topic. Woo woo would you or woo would you not recommend an app, a dating app, for pet people?
0: Oh my gosh. A dating app for me would be like what they have uh, what are those little uh, mathematical counting beads that they used to have aber- aber- uh, Yeah the, yeah. the uh, abacus. Yeah, that's how old I am. You know, pre-calculator <laughs> age. <laughs> so we're not good with an app. Oh, well you you are definitely asking the wrong person. The wrong
1: person. Yeah. So you would not you would we will yeah. you will, you will, we wouldn't care. Right. But plus
0: look, come on, Isabel, look at me. What I? Come on.
1: I mean, but I, I imagine <laughs> I've never been on a dating app for pets. I, I, I was online dating years ago, but I've never been on a dating app for pets. Actually, when I was online, I, there weren't even apps. It was like online. You went to your computer right. and you like. So right. I, I'm not that much younger, I guess. Well, you know, when- I think that most people would have pictures of their pets there. You wouldn't even right. have to put your picture. Right. Now, a pet app for dating,
0: I, I still don't see that because your view of your pets, you're so close to your pets, just like I am. That It's very easy to skip over things. Very easy not to see. You know, you can't connect with your own furry children as well as maybe someone else has. So, there's things you're missing. So, you may, I can't count the number of clients I've had that just want to check in, see how their pets were doing, see what they're going. And they would ask simple questions like, what's their favorite toy? And you would, you know, connect with the animal, get the information back, and then we'll say it's a a rope toy, a red rope toy. And they're like, no, 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 that's not right. It's a bone. Well, come to find out, then they pull the red rope toy that they forgot they had. Next thing you know, their dog won't give it up. That's That's the one they really love. They've been giving them this bone, thinking that (laughs) that that's the one they want. So if you have an app that says, oh, you know, your Pomeranian would be perfect for my uh, Shih Tzu. Mm, Maybe (laughs) yes, maybe no. But um, let's meet them at a, a secure location on leash see if they get along, then maybe they can go out on a date.
1: Maybe on a date. We're <laughs> doing date, pet dating here, people. That's yep. what we're doing now. That's right. Um, okay. So, woo-woo, would you or woo-woo, would you not? I have three more. Designer pet clothing.
0: No, 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 no. I. So, I communicate with animals. That's what I do. That's my, my jam. I do a lot, a lot, a lot of things, but that's one of the things I do. And the animals will put up with it. They do. They want to do anything they can to make their human companions happy. So if you have a lovely little outfit that you want to put on your, your pet, most of the time they'll cooperate at least for a little bit. But if they had their druthers, they would rather be naked and free and, and you know, <laughs> running around, naked and running around. That's what they prefer, you know, all natural. So, yeah, uh, put it on them, take your little picture, especially if you dress just like them, and then take it off and let them, let them have their fun.
1: If you dress just like them, make sure that that is your profile on your dating app, oh, please, because if you're taking pictures with your pet in the same outfit, yeah, everybody needs to see that.
0: Yeah, I I had a client actually real quick. I had a client like that who won the, there was a contest every year and she won it for like 10 years straight. And her social media was just full of these, nothing else, just these pictures of her and her little dog. And, uh, you know, the first one was really cool. The 10th one, it's like, "Mm, maybe there's something you should do in your spare time. Yeah. Get a hobby. Yeah,
1: that reminds me of my favorite, one of my favorite Bravo uh, housewives gift. That's like one of the housewives yelling at another one, get a hobby. So yeah, that. (laughs) sounds like that would be um okay so you said naked so this takes me right into my next one woo woo would you or woo woo would you not and i promise this is a product that exists i'm not making it up prosthetic testicular implants for neutered pets
0: (laughs) okay well that that's that's an interesting one so let me put to you this way humans have more problem with that than dogs that's okay, the you're
1: the animal communicator. You would know, right? You're That's you have the in. Once it's done,
0: it's done, and they don't care. And it's been proven. You're you know for years. You know, there's been studies, numerous studies out. It basically says if you spay and neuter your animals, they'll live longer lives, healthier lives, and they won't care that they uh, you know they don't have their uh, package fully intact. We'll put it <laughs> that way. So uh, yeah, unless you can get some that maybe during you can put on temporarily during the holidays, and they they are like little bells, that jingle be, bells. Yeah, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Right.
1: Where have we come? Where have we gone to? Yeah. The, where? Let's reel this back in, <laughs> jingle bells. Okay, I love it. I love it. That is, I'm 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 glad you're a good sport because I was like, is he going to be like horrified by me asking about prosthetic <laughs> testicular implants? Click. Thank you for being a good sport. <laughs> so the last one, woo woo would you or woo woo would you not manifest your perfect pet?
0: Ah, oh, manifestation. We know something about that, don't we? We do. <laughs> I believe fully in manifestation. I believe what you put out there is what you get back. And if you put it out there in a very, you have to be positive. I can't, you know, you can't say, I want a million dollars. Okay, but that's not positive energy. You got to put out and then get back. That's the key. So if you want a million, maybe perhaps you want to put a million or more out there to get a million back. But manifesting is definitely it. If you visualize what you're wanting or what you want your pet to do, or you want the right and perfect animal to come to you, they'll find you. And I've written about that numerous times. And the fact that We don't need to go out and find our animals, our perfect uh, furry, feathered, finned, uh, scaled friends. They will come to us. They'll appear at our doorsteps. A friend will have to move, and they'll need a good place for their pets. One of the best stories ever is I had a client who uh, lost her uh, dog. Dog made a transition. She swore she would never get a dog again, never, ever. And for about a solid year, she avoided anything to do with anything to do with animals. So any stores that had animal products, any Pets, sanctuaries, anything at all. And she had to go to the grocery store one day. Thought, okay, that's going to be pretty safe. She goes to walk in. And it's the first and only time this grocery store allowed a local rescue to have a rescue event outside of their facility. And needless to say, she has a brand new puppy.
1: (laughs) That was it. Oh, no. That was it. it. Well, oh, yay. But oh, no. Oh, yay. but Yes.
0: Yeah. So they're going to find you. They're going to find you. You put out there what you want at the right and perfect time. Don't put any expectations because you may be thinking that, wow, I want this great uh, golden retriever or I want the Siamese cat. And you get something that is totally different, but it'll be the right match. You'll be the right and perfect one to come your way.
1: I agree. I agree. And the reason Tim says that I know something about manifestation is because I manifested my husband. That's
0: right. That's right. And it worked. He's doing pretty good. Pretty good. He is
1: the best thing in the world, especially right now, taking care of the two kids so I can chat with you and have a drink with you. There you go. I love him. I love him. (laughs) Alright, awesome. So I'm going to be back with Tim as soon as we come back from these messages, and I'm going to kind of switch things around from this game. So we'll see you right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food.
0: purchase your cat tree tray today go right now to cat tree tray.com that's cat tree tray.com c-a-t-t-r-e-e-t-r-a-y.com we wear fur and we're damn proud of it what and our four legs and our tail and we go to the bathroom outside well we may not be too proud of that Sniff around. Then mark your spot right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel alvarez Arada, and I am chatting and having a drink, cranberry and vodka-based drink, with Tim Link, a wonderful friend, southern gentleman, and animal communication, best-selling author, all the things. If you go back in the show, you'll hear his entire resume very quickly um, as I introduced him. And he is the writer, author of two books, one of which I have right here, Wagging Tails. And I want to dig in a little bit deeper on Tim Link's experience with animal communication. And I think a lot of people, Tim, don't know what animal communication actually means. Would you give us a really quick definition? Yeah.
0: Well, animal communication is basically having a one-on-one conversation with your animals. And I'm talking about a verbal as well as a visual conversation. So we know through our animal training, for instance, we know that animals understand words like sit, stay, leave it, you know, these type of things that we're taught when we're doing training techniques. So we know they understand the words that we're saying. More importantly, they catch on to the visualization. And I'm talking about a little bit deeper level than just visually looking at your animal and saying oh, his ears are pulled back, so he must be upset or worried, or you know, her tail's not wagging, so there must be something going on. I'm talking about making a deeper connection with them and having a verbal and visual conversation. So. The best way I can describe it is when you talk to your animal out loud, we know they understand those words that you're saying, but they're understanding multiple words. So if you're talking about going to the beach, they not only understand that you're going to the beach, but they think it's right now. So you have to be very careful about how you go about talking to them. So you talk to them verbally And then visually, you want to give a clear picture of what you're wanting to uh, share with them, how you're wanting to communicate that. Now, that sort of comes naturally in the fact that when I talk about going to the beach and I'm going to get my pink umbrella and I'm going to have my pink chair and I got my favorite red cooler with the white top on it. Well, did you hear what I just said? Yes, and did you visualize that in some fashion? Yes. And that's what the animals tune into. So the clearer you are with that visualization of what you're wanting from them, what you're wanting to share with them, to them, and what you're wanting to receive back, the better off. So when you're talking to them clearly and explaining what it is you want, what it, they need to do, and why is this going to be a good thing for them, you visualize what you're wanting that whole process to be in a very strong and clear visualization. And then the biggest part of that is trusting what you receive back, what your instincts are telling you, what your heart connection, what your gut is telling you, the things you receive back from there, whether it's a, a picture, a word, a feeling, an emotion, a smell, whatever it is you're receiving, trust that. And that's, that's the hardest thing to trust. What we receive back from them is the hardest thing for humans to get around because we don't trust what we receive. You know, we doubt, we worry, we like, oh, is that really what he's trying to tell me? And actually, that is what your animal is trying to tell you.
1: Well, what's interesting, do you remember how we met, Tim?
0: Oh, uh, let's see. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Uh, a client, uh, right? Is yeah. that the first time? Yeah.
1: One of your, I was a client of yours. One of your clients, you helped right. find her cat, Simon right. Beth, my my yeah, former Beth. business partner uh-huh. and very good friend. Yes. You helped find her cat. And I had to make a very important pet-related decision. And Beth recommended that I contact you. Yes. And talking about trusting. So I call you and uh you can describe a little bit of if you don't mind i'll do it or you want to how i sent you a picture which is right. what you asked for right. i asked uh, each of my pets uh, titan and socks at the time i only had the two and uh i called you and you said okay it looks like titan wants to come through and is he like waiting on a walk he is he you taking him somewhere and I was like bright eyed and in shock. And I said, why? And you said, because he's saying, I want to go. I want to go. And the reason I was calling you is because I had to decide whether or not to leave my dogs with my ex, whom I shared custody of the dogs with in Northern Virginia or take them with me to Louisiana. And when you said Titan is saying, I want to go, I knew immediately what he was talking about. And Beth was sitting next to me and we both cried instantly because (laughs) it was like that aha moment. And maybe somebody might think that that was woo woo, but that Titan is my dog and Titan is my soul. And I wanted to make the best decision for him where he was going to be happiest and getting that without you knowing why I was calling you without you having any idea what that meant. You're saying he says he wants to go was like the best Eureka moment of my life. So Yeah, for sure. You have to have an open heart, but sometimes it's like hard to deny what you're hearing, right? Well, and that's it,
0: you know, and I'm not here with, I don't want a lot of information. I basically just need a photo of the animal and the name of the animal, something I can make a connection with. And I, you know, as I said, I work with clients from around the world and uh, some things it's a life and death situation. Sometimes it's uh, things going on in the family environment. Sometimes it's just, am I doing the right things for my animals? And the information, I make a connection with animals and I receive this information back that I was telling you about, where it's feelings, colors, emotions, whatever it may be. So you're providing me the, the questions. I'm working as a conduit between you and your animals to get information back. And then between you as a human companion and myself, we try to determine what does that mean? Peel back that onion to see what, what makes sense. And, uh, it's amazing. Every day, like I said, I've been doing this for 16, over 16 years now. Every day it's something new. Every day it's a person or a, a sanctuary or whatever it may be, contact me from a place that I had no idea where they were, they were contacting me from or what their needs were, or what animal they even had. And so we try, you know, I, I work as that conduit to try to get your information back to help you out and, you know, great things like this. And who knew all these years later, woo woo. We're still talking. We're loving each other
1: (laughs) Titan's downstairs on his couch, which I've not been able to replace in 13 years. He's 13 and a half next month and he is happy as a clam and he's an excellent communicator as it is. We don't need telepathy or Tim every day to tell us because he is such a good communicator. He'll stand there and stare at me. But um, that was, I mean, that was something so huge for me and for him and for our relationship that I will forever be grateful to you. I have a lot to be grateful to you for Tim, but that is something that like gave me life. So Thank you. But I want to ask you, since you do ask questions to pets and you kind of get information from them that maybe their owners and pet parents don't get, what is the juiciest gossip you've gotten from a
0: pet? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it's funny. One of the stories that popped up says we were going back through our history together. I actually had a client uh, contact me from, uh, they were living in uh, outside of London, and I thought it was just going to be a normal conversation with her uh, two dogs. Well, little did I know, it was her husband on the line with us, which was fine. We talked and everything. And I said, wait a minute, before we go any further, I'm getting that there's there's turmoil going on. Uh, there's something happening where there's a major life decision going on in the family. Uh, are you guys uh, separating? Are you going through a divorce? And they said, yeah. And I says, that why you really contacted me to find out what to do with your animals? And they said, yeah. And so it was a similar type of thing. And I had them to say, oh, you know, logically, I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, I'm going to probably get somebody mad or upset or, or crush their life. <laughs> it's like, oh, those dogs never really like you. So they go, you know, so you have to be a delicate balance in that. But what it, it truthfully comes back to is whatever the animal shares back with me. I do it in a nice and polite way, but I've got to share that back. And then it's up to you. I can't tell you what to do with with your animals or how to do it. So, you know, that's one that I can remember back. That's Uh, a good one. Yeah. One, is this a PG rated show? I can't remember. Okay, good. Uh, So I have one. I won't go into uh, artificial. (laughs) We haven't
1: rated it yet. So (laughs) based on this conversation, we'll rate it maybe. (laughs) Good,
0: good. Well, I won't go into any uh, stories about uh, artificial doggy testiculars, but uh, (laughs) let's just say this. Um, For those
1: that don't have the video on, um, (laughs) there was a gesture. There was a gesture that took us back to the the nudicles conversation. (laughs) The (laughs) nudicles. That's the product name.
0: That's right. So use your, use your imagination. Use your imagination. So, uh, but yeah, I had one uh, lady uh, wanted to know about her cat, what was going on. He was acting kind of, uh, you know, tense and upset and and everything of this sort. And uh, I, I kept getting back from the cat. Wait a minute. Not now. I'm like, okay. And so I talked to her a little bit more, get another question. I go back and ask the same question. How are you feeling? What's going on with you? Um, is there any physical or mental or emotional things? Wait a minute, not now. So this went on for about five minutes. And then finally, her cat came into the room. I w- keep in mind, I, w- I was at a distance. I wasn't there in the room with him. But she said her cat came in the room, crawled up into her lap, curled up, and everything was just wonderful. And the cat said, now you may proceed. So I had to ask, was like, where was your cat at? Oh, he was outside. Oh, is there other cats around? Yes, there's this female that he likes a lot. And I tell her, you know, I shoo her off all the time, but she's always around. And so let's just say he was a little busy and didn't have time to talk to me. He needed about five minutes. And uh, yeah, and uh, the rest is history. I won't go on anymore. Use your imagination for those of you not using your videos here at home.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Tim, you're such a cockblock.
0: <laughs> well, I
1: tell you, it's, it's easy. That's a- it. We just took it to yeah. R rated. Yeah. That's it. Oh boy. Family show no longer. Put the kids <laughs>
0: asleep. Take them to bed.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're drinking. We're drinking, right? Well, so I, yes, I we know. are.
0: Yeah, we are. Cheers. Twenty
1: one and over to, to listen, please. All right. So how many pets do you think you've talked to in the past sixteen years? Like <sighs> I guess as a consultation.
0: From a consultation standpoint, it's in the thousands for sure. You know, uh, there are three areas I work in. One is uh, communicating with animals or having emotional or uh, physical issues to help people out with those those challenges, behavioral issues. Uh, I deal with grief counseling, so animals that are in their process of transition or have transition, how to know what is the right and perfect thing to do for them, what are their wishes, and then how do you heal from that on the back end. And then, as you mentioned, the, like with Beth, uh, the lost animal work. I'm uh, extremely well-known. I've had a great deal of successful lost animals and sort of been the go-to guy for lost animals in a lot of cases. So every day, you know, every day I'll I'll, I'll pop up my computer, emails will come in and there'll be, you know, let's just look at a, a, a today, for instance, got a lost cat from Tel Aviv. That's interesting. So that came in today. We've got a lost dog who, was someone was walking their dog, car went off, on the sidewalk, hit her, took out her kneecap, dog broke the harness, took off running. And that was a small dog in Houston, Texas. Uh, We have a uh, cat that got chased by a pit bull and that was in California. And then I had uh, another uh, lost donkey. Can you believe that? So I had a lost donkey out in uh, Arizona where someone had it out on a ranch and uh, it broke the gate and it's out wandering somewhere in Arizona. Uh, That donkey
1: is He's gone. <laughs> that donkey, he's made a break for it and he's not coming he's back. He's gone.
0: He's gone. No, he's, he's out there. He's out there doing a little escapades, but yeah, it's all kinds of different animals. And of course, usually every day, two or three Reiki consultations I'll do for animals that are having some challenges there as well. It's in the thousands, maybe tens of thousands by now. I, I you know, it's hard to track them all. I've got journals. If I went through all my journals, I'm sure I could do that.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And the
0: Wagging Tales book, the one you held up there, that was the first book I wrote. It's it's quite uh, you know, a little bit older book, but it's just short stories of animals I've worked with. And that's just sort of the first, I don't know, dozen or so animals I worked with when I first started this back in, uh, well, the gift opened up in 2004 and I started doing it full time in 2007 now, I think. So
1: that's amazing.
0: Uh, yeah. It's been a, been a nice ride.
1: Do your dogs know that you do this for a living?
0: They do. They do. And I communicate with them all the time. You know, that I tell them right now, before I came in here, I said, he's got a radio show to do. And I'll be done in an hour and 15 minutes because I know we want to talk a little bit more too. So, hour to 15 minutes. And, good good uh, Yep. Yeah, and I need you to lay down in your little beds and take a nap till I get done. And they're out, out there. So, unless somebody, unless the UPS guy rings the doorbell, we're golden. We're golden for a while. But yeah, I'm always communicating to them, letting them know. And it's sort of become… For me, it's part of the normal routine. You know, if I tell them I'm going, I went to the uh, grocery store earlier, told them I'd be back in about an hour, need them to uh, lay down, and take a nap. When we get back, we'll go out for a, uh, out in the backyard for a little exercise, which we just did, you know, so they would want to do it again. And sure enough, came in, they greeted me, helped me put away the groceries. And then they sat in front of me. It's like, okay, here's the door this is the back door to the backyard. Let's go. Yeah. So We went on our little escapade. So it really becomes part of my normal routine. So I think they fully understand, but you know, they're kids, you know, they're fur kids. I'm not going to say that, you know, I asked them and told them what I was going to do, what they needed to do, what, why it's going to be a good thing for them. But I can't guarantee you that they're not going to come screaming through the hallway at any second.
1: Right. <laughs> All of this is just mere suggestions. This is what I need you to do is just a mere suggestion. And then they get to do whatever they want.
0: That's, well, if, if there's no benefit, and you know this very well being a mommy, you know, you tell them what it is, you know, what you need from them and why it's going to be a good thing. But if there's not a, a reward or a, a reason for this, or you know, it's like, well, why? Why would I right. want to do this? So you right. either have to give them the reward. I'm not saying give them ice cream or whatever you, you, that works. That's great. But... Yeah, there you go and a little bit for you, so it works out well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, there's got to be a reason for them to do that. It has to be an understanding why you would want them to do that, what they need to do, and uh, what's the reward behind it. And it could be just simply just some cuddle time, some pets, or it just it'll make me very happy.
1: Do you have any recommendations for people who travel with their pets now with the pandemic and all that? A lot of people are renting homes as you tend to do when you travel with your pets. Do you have any tips on how to prepare pets before, during, and maybe toward, you know, depending on how long the trip is for travel, acclimating them to new places, et cetera?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the safe, cautious side of me says right now, don't, don't do it. Yes, Um, true, true, very true. In May, uh, my birthday is the first part of May, May 1st, if you want to, anybody want to send them gifts, but uh, <laughs> we, we always rent a beach house uh, and go down to one of the beaches, uh, dog-friendly beaches for the week, and of course, when COVID hit, it uh, put a kibosh on that, and we haven't been able to go do it. It's a little bit different now. We know a lot more. We know how to say stay, hopefully stay safe and what to yeah. do, but in general, what you want to do is when you start talking about the trip, just when you first start talking about it. You want to talk to your animals about it. Because as I said before, whatever you're saying now, they think is happening now. So if you're talking about a beach trip in a week, they think it's now. So you got to let them know what this beach trip is, what they need to do when you're going to be doing this and what they need to do in the interim. And then from there, you keep them involved in the whole process when you, before you're going on the trip, during the trip and while you're there. And I think from a safety issue, uh, you know, being very cautious about things, you just want to make sure you're doing whatever you're doing for yourself do for your animals. Okay. That's the key. Now, right now we're wearing masks. So I'm not saying, okay, put a mask on, on your animal, but put them in safe situations. Make sure the area is clean. Make sure it's cleaned up. Make sure their area is clean. Make sure wherever they're going to be laying has been sanitized and has been uh, cleaned up. So I don't think you can be too cautious about it while you're there. And then of course, when you're out and about, the biggest thing is not only being aware of what is going on with you and your animals, it's who's around you because uh you know we don't know you know even when you're talking about non covid uh, 19 related situations with the pandemic uh, 2 years ago we were on the beach it's a beach that's designed during summer hours you uh, daytime hours you walk your dog on the leash afterwards you can let them loose we were doing that on a leash and other people weren't and so this big old dog comes running right at us and that one of my dogs one of my dogs loves every dog out there the other one hates everybody. Which which out there. ones?
1: Which one? Which okay. one's the social butterfly? So
0: little Dusty, my little white toy schnauzer. She's the social butterfly and she'll be really pissed at you, be frank, if you don't <laughs> greet her. If you don't greet her and allow her to show how beautiful she is and all the wonderful things she is, she'll get upset. Now, my other guy, who's my chocolate schnauzer, my twenty-pound chocolate schnauzer, creamer, uh, he's the opposite. You know, he he loves me, he loves mom, he loves a sissy, and maybe his pet sitter, but he wants her to go home soon as he, you know, soon as she we get through the door, it's like okay, your your time's done, get out of here, and yeah. that's about it. So, yeah, so we had Kramer on, a, Kim had uh, Kramer on the leash. This other dog wasn't. We had no idea if this dog was friendly or not. He was much bigger than, than my wife Kim is, so actually. Scary. Yeah. And so he, she yelled at the owner and I was like, he's friendly. And Kim said, mine's not. And she's like, oh, and <laughs> she comes running. And uh, yeah, the dogs, I, I, and I said, stop, stay. Go. So these are training techniques. Not. know, yeah. I was doing a little communication, but yeah, I was telling that. And he did. He stopped. He stayed for a minute, and then he turned and ran away. But by that time, um, the uh, leash had wrapped around Kim's leg, tripped her up, falls on the shoulder, torn rotator cuff, and uh, there you go. And the lady says, sorry, and
1: I'm like, pay for the medical bills, you know. <gasps> So you got to be a better person than I, Uh, I would have had all sorts of flowery and descriptive words for that situation. Yes.
0: Yes. So you got to keep yourself, keep your animals protected, be aware of your surroundings. Don't let it worry you. Don't let you you might go on a vacation. If you're going to sit there and worry about things, you never let worry is negative energy and we never manifest or put worry
1: out there. We bring in the positive stuff. Of course. Of course. Well, I guess to wrap things up, Tell us about you and how anybody could reach you if they want to take on a consultation with you or learn more about your lost pet work, which is fascinating, and or pick up one of your books or one of your meditations that I know you have online. Please, how do we get in touch with Tim Link?
0: Yeah, best thing to do is go to wagging-tails.com, so it's W-A-G-G-I-N-G-T-A-L-E-S.com, because it's the tells they tell, not the tells they wag. Or, of course, you can just yeah, go on your uh, search engines and type Tim Lincoln. And uh, I've been blessed, I think, with uh, being all over the place on there. But yeah, the, the website has all kinds of wonderful videos, information. There's articles I've written. Uh, you want to know more about Reiki. It's on there. Lost animal work, what to do when your animal goes missing. All this wonderful information is on the website. And then, of course, you can book your own consultations if you're having challenges or behavior issues with your animals, grief counseling, or uh, a missing animal. And right now, we got a lot of promotions, a lot of BOGOs, things going on for uh, the upcoming holidays. So, for uh, my books are on there, my uh, audio meditations are on there, and the uh, four-part audio workshop. So, if you're want to learn how to uh, communicate with your animals, uh, that's on there as well. So go to wagging com, and you can find out everything you want to know.
1: Yes, you can. And I will give you my own visual, virtual, and radio recommendation. I have called you for many things. First one was what I talked about with Titan when I had to make that decision. Another one was when my first was born Noah. Actually, before that, when we melded both our dogs, my husband had two and I had two When we um, moved to Louisiana and we had four dogs, two of which didn't really love each other. Initially, we called you for that. So blending families, great reason to call Tim, having new children, uh, new additions to the family, whether it's a new pet or a new child coming into the family any big changes. You have always given us great advice. Chris still quotes you to this day. My husband, remember Tim said, and I do need to book you for a conversation about socks. Now that she went to the rainbow bridge just to check in with her. I know that sounds kind of woo woo for a lot of people, but I can't wait to hear about my hound girl at the rainbow bridge. So we have that for 2021. There you go. Sounds
0: good. Sounds good. Thank
1: you so much for being on my first show and for keeping it fun and light and not taking the conversation too seriously with me. That's the goal I had for this this show and for our guests. I'd like to propose a toast to you, Tim, for uh, all the things you've done for me and my family over the years. Cheers to you. To our executive producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. To our listeners. um, To everybody who uh, loves a pet here is to a life covered in pet hair because there's no other way to live. Cheers. To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, visit PetLifeRadio or CoveredInPetHair.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.
0: Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.